0: Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 92. Hello and welcome to Lesson 92 of Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, My name is Leila Shams, and this lesson is part two of our lesson about the very famous poem, Beshno Ne" by Rumi. In the last lesson, we talked to Muhammad Ali of Persian Poetics about the meaning of the poem. If you haven't listened to that lesson yet, do so before listening to this one, so lesson 91. In this lesson, we're going to go over the first two lines of the poem and learn the individual words and phrases as they relate to conversational Persian. In this lesson, we're going to go over the first two sections of the poem and learn the individual words and phrases as they relate to conversational Persian. The goal of these lessons is to add to your knowledge of the Persian language. So even though we're learning poetry, we're going to learn how to integrate that into spoken language as well. You can get the PDF guide and vocabulary list for this lesson at our website at tryandconversation.com with chai spelled C-H-A-I. All of our resources include the poem written in Persian script and in phonetic English, so you can follow along even if you can't read and write in Persian. In the bonus materials, you can also click on each individual word of the poem to hear it read out loud by a native speaker so you can get the pronunciation down. These resources are available to members of Chiang Conversation. If you're not a member of Chiang Conversation already, you can try a membership for free for 30 days. Check out the website to get more information on that. Again, it's chaiinconversation.com with chai spelled C-H-A-I. More on that after the lesson. For now, let's learn some poetry. So in the last lesson, we went over the entirety of the poem, beshno Ne, and today we're going to go over the first four lines of the poem and learn it word by word. So before we begin, we're going to hear my Aunt Farnoz recite the four lines of the poem for us.
1: All
0: right so this is the first four lines of the poem By the end of the lesson you'll be a lot more confident in understanding all the words in this poem So first Bishnu right, so in nay Bishnu Is a command and it means hear. And it's in the second person, informal. It's not used in conversation too often because it's a bit of a passive form of listen. Usually in conversation, if you want to tell someone to listen, you say, Gushkon. This is more of a listen in an active way versus hear in a more passive way. But here it's saying, Bishno. So a sound is taking place and the speaker of the poem is commanding you to hear that sound. So take note and Beshno. Let's repeat this together. Beshno, meaning to hear. And to command someone to listen, you'd say, Gushkon. So when I say a word, I'll pause, and during the pause, I want you to repeat it out loud. That's the best way to learn, to engage in this way. And it'll help you in the future because our ultimate goal is to memorize this poem. So repeating it with me will help you to do that. So again, Beşno. Meaning to hear, okay. The full command is "beshno in ne." Let's say that together: "beshno in ne." The word "in" means this, "in," and "ne" is the word for a reed flute, a very popular instrument in Iranian culture. So "ne," "beshno in ne." And I thought we'd take a little pause here just to hear what the ne sounds like. It's a very unique and sweet sound. So that's the ne. So again, bishnu, in, ne. I also want to note that in some versions of this poem, the opening line is Beshno azne. As is the word for from. So this slight change means hear from the reed flute. In different manuscripts of the poem, you can see either version. There are slight variations like this in different versions of the Masnavi, and it's impossible to know which one is right or even if there is an absolute right version. So this is the version we've chosen to go with. Beshno in ne. So one last time, bishno in ne. And the next part is chon shekoyat mikonad. So the word chon means because, chon. And shekayat mikonad is a compound verb, and it means to complain, shekayat mikonad. So we have a lot of these compound verbs in the Persian language where you have to put two words together to form the verb. You can see a lot more examples of this in unit three of our lessons. So lesson 30 through 40 is all about this type of grammar thing. So first the word shekayat. It means complaint. Shekayat. And mikonad by itself means it does. So So together, these two words, shekoyat mikonad, means something like it does complain, it does a complaint. So we'll see mikonad used in the same compound verb way in the next two lines. So we'll have a second example of the compound verb. But mikonad let us know it's happening in the present. But mikonad lets us know that it's happening in the present. So currently, it is in the state of complaining. شکایت Mikonad. So the full sentence is chon Mikonat. So listen to this reed fruit because it's complaining or because it does complain chon shekoyat mikonad Now please note if you're following along with our PDF guides and see the official translation Muhammad Ali of Persian Poetics provided for us, it's going to be a little different than the way I'm translating right now. Because right now, we're just focused on straight-up vocabulary and understanding the words and phrases. In the translation Muhammad Ali provided, he's concentrating on making a poetic translation, so translating the meaning and the feeling of the poem. So sometimes it's a little different. Like here, he's saying, hear from this reed flute and how it complains. The literal translation is what I'm saying here. Here, this reed flute, because it does complain. So again, he's translated it in a more poetic way. Okay, so one more time. All right, now let's move on to the next line. First, let's hear my aunt read it. As Okay, so first the word as we covered just a minute ago, but it's a simple word and it's used all the time in conversation. It means from, as. And jodai means separation, jodai. And adding the ha at the end makes it plural. Separations, jodai ha. So you might remember the movie that won the Foreign Language Oscar a few years back called. A separation. Uh, it was an Iranian movie by Asghar Farahadi, and the title in Persian was actually Naser Nasir Vassimin, which means the separation of Nader and Simin, and it was talking about a divorce. So, Jodai. And again, to make it plural, so separations, it's Jodaiha. And next, Hekoyat Mikonad means it tells a tale, and it's in the present tense. Hekayat so, I'd mentioned we'd have another compound verb in this section, and this is it. Hekayat Mikonad is a compound verb just like Shekayat Mikonad, or it complains. The word Hekayat by itself means tail, and Hekayat Mikonad means it's in the act of tailing, for example, or telling a tale. So, it just says Shekayat Mikonad. Shekayat is complain, and it's saying It is making a complaint. This is saying it's making a tale. Hekayat mikonat. So it's in the act of making a tale. Or a story, you know, a tale, an anecdote, a story. Hekoyat mikonat. So hekoyat is one of those words that isn't really used in conversation much these days. A more common term for tale or story would be dostan. So Dastan is a story. So, okay, let's repeat this full second line. All right, let's listen to my aunt read the first two lines, and then we'll repeat them after. All right, now let's repeat these two lines together, line by line. Bishnoi ne chun shekoyat mikonat
1: As Jodoiha hekoyat mikonat.
0: All right, now let's listen to the next two
1: lines. Kazneyeston toma robo prida and Danafiram mardozan nolida and.
0: I do want to pause here and say that in the reading of this poem, my aunt and many others read this line as mara and this is the way to read it in the poem to make the rhyme and meter work. However, the word comes from the word which means to cut. So in conversational Persian, this would sound more like Many people, including Muhammad Ali of Persian Poetics, say it this way when reading the poem as well. And that's how we're going to learn it here. Tomaro Okay, let's go over this line word by word. So this first word "kaz" is actually a combination of two different words: "ke" and "as." "Ke" means that. "Ke." And "as," like we learned a minute ago, means from. As. So to make the rhythm of the poem work, Rumi combined them into "kaz," "kaz," "kaz." So let's repeat this. Kaz. So that's super simple. Next word is Nayestan. Nayestan. So we know the word Ne from the first part. It means reed flute. Nay. And Estan should be a familiar word. Think Afghanistan, Tajikistan, Kazakhstan. Estan means land of. So in these countries, Afghanistan is the land of Afghans or the Afghan people. Tajikistan is the land of Tajiks, and so on. So Neyistan is a reed bed, or literally land of the reeds. So a place that is plentiful of reeds. Neistan. Next is the word Ta, and let's look at that word in the context of the full phrase, Ta mana beboride and. So, ta here is a preposition. It could mean a lot of things in different contexts, like until or to, but here, the more correct translation is as soon as. So, ta. Next is the word matter. So, this is a combination of two words as well, man and ra. Man is the word for me, man. And ra is what we call a direct object marker. This is a complicated subject and we cover it in detail in Lesson 8 of our speaking series in Trying Conversation. But in this case, Mara Bebori means they cut me. Bebori means cut. It means they cut. Bebori So Ra in this case connects man or me with the action Bebori or they cut. So it's connecting the two, man, ra, bebori de and. What do they cut? Me. And that's connected by that direct object marker. So it's marking man as the object. Man, ra, bebori de and. And man, ra gets reduced to maro. So let's say this all together. Maro, bebori de and. Now, let's say the full line together. And so, in this context, it means, as soon as they cut me from the reed bed. So, again, the full line is, Next is, Mardozan زَنْ All right, so dar is the word for in. Dar. The next word, nafiram, is not one you hear often in spoken Persian. In this case, nafir means the internals of an instrument, so the inside of a reed flute. Nafir. So the English word for this is the cry of the flute. So again, nafir. So to say my inside, as the flute is talking in first person, you say nafiram. You add that am. So again, nafiram. Dar nafiram, in my insides. Dar nafiram. And this am can apply to any word in the Persian language. So for example, if you want to say, yeah, like a hand, for example, you say dast. To say my hand, you say dastam. Or a purse is kif. If you want to say my purse, you would say kifam. So this applies to a lot of different words, the am. So again, my insides is nafiram. Next, mardozan. Now these are very common words that we hear, hear all the time. Mard means man, as in the male gender. Mard. And zan is the word for woman. Zan. And the o sound that connects them is simply and. O. Another word for and is va. But you hear both in conversation all the time. O. And, va. Okay, so together, mad o zan. And you'll remember from our last discussion from lesson 91 that in Persian we actually don't have pronouns. So you have to go out of your way to point out whether someone is male or female. And that's what the poet has done here. They've pointed out that they're talking about men and women specifically. So mad o zan. And the last word in this line is Nali deand, and this means they wailed or cried Nali So the full sentence Darnafiram Mardozan Nali Deand means in my interior men and women have wailed. Let's say this together. Dar nafiram mardozan noli deand. So now let's listen to both of these lines together read by my aunt again. And hopefully now you understood both of these lines. So now we're going to listen to the full section of what we've learned together today.
1: Kazneyestan toma robo brida and Darnafiram, Mardozan, no and. one
0: more time, let's repeat it together, line by line. Meshno in ne chon shekayat mikonat.
1: As Jodayi ha hekayat
0: All right, so the assignment for this week is to check out the PDF guide for this lesson and start memorizing these first four lines. You can find the bonus materials for this lesson at chayanconversation.com slash lesson92. There, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial membership to our website to get access to the bonus materials, which include the PDF guide and the ability to listen to this poem line by line or even word by word, read by my aunt, who is a native speaker. That's the best way to learn to repeat these words and phrases out loud. We're gonna have two more lessons coming up that go over each individual word and phrase of this poem. And by the end, you'll have learned the whole poem and received a whole slew of words and phrases you can add to your tool belt when speaking the Persian language. So that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening to Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. This episode was edited by Chadwick Wood, and our theme music is by Babak Rajabi. I'm your host, Leila Shams, and until next time, khudah hafez!